something? Only the power. Um, electricity of one of the devices. Devices, thank you. So you have a. Let's start the um, the mimer itself. Bo um, mimer again is from Tashmem Gimel. I have come to my garden, my sister, my bride, my father, all the previous server brings in his mimer that he gave to be studied on the 10th of Shvat, from then, from that time, the custom has been, and the custom of the Jewish people is Torah to learn this mimer on the 10th of Shvat every single year. So he brings in this discourse, the teaching and explanation of the Medrash on the words, I've come to my garden. And the Medrash explains, what does God mean? He says, I've come to my garden. As we learned in the intro, this verse is referring to Hashem's presence coming manifest again in this world through the giving of the Torah, through the building of the tabernacle, through the construction of the first and second temple. And ultimately, the, the full expression of this is in the, in the third temple. They be built speedily in our days right away. So Hashem says, I've come to my garden. What's my garden mean? To my bridal chamber. What's the emphasis of the word my, my bridal chamber? That means it's to the place that my main presence was originally. Where was the main revelation of God's presence? The main revelation of God's presence was in the lowest worlds. When we say the lowest worlds, I'm not just referring to the lowest group of worlds, rather referring to this physical world, the lowest world. And this is where the main shechina was revealed when Hashem created the world. And then there was the famous thing that happened. That doesn't want to say the sin of the tree of knowledge. There was the famous thing that happened of Adam. And because of this, the Shekhinah departed from the earth to the first Rakia, to the first heaven. And as we learned, that means the Shekhinah came more and more hidden. And then through six subsequent sins, the Shekhinah ascended further and further until it reached the seventh heaven. And then there became, then there were seven Sadiqim beginning from Avram, who was called Echad, who was called one. He was, he was called one because he, um, he was the first of the seven Siddiquim to bring the Shekhinah back to the world. And I'm not sure if it says this anywhere, but it sounds like the way the Rebbe describes this chapter, this Mimer, by the way, this chapter, we're learning this here, chapter 13, is numerically equivalent to, the, to Echad. And the simple reason for that is, is because this, 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 this chapter talks about the oneness of Hashem. So perhaps that may also be why Avraham is called Echad, because he revealed the oneness of Hashem in the world. So Avraham, who, who, who was one, brought the divine presence to descend, so to speak, from the seventh heaven to the sixth. And then subsequent to this, generation after generation, tzaddik after tzaddik, they brought the Shekhinah to descend more and more until Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the seventh, and all seventh are beloved, they brought the Shekhinah from the first heaven, the lowest heaven, to the earth. So Moshe Rabbeinu was called, he is beloved because all seventh are beloved, and he brings a Shekhinah to this world. So the reason why Moshe is beloved is because he accomplishes the most important thing. He fulfills God's purpose and creation. This world itself should have God's presence uh, to be revealed. All the other 
activities of the tzaddikim before are relevant to the preparation to bring the Shekhinah to this world. But the actual revelation of the Shekhinah only happens here. So that's that's why Moshe, the seventh, is beloved, much as the seventh day of the week is beloved. It's the day when the Eidin and the Eivishter are, are, uh, are connected in a, in a way that's incomparable from the days before. And that's what the revelation of Moshe Rabbeinu achieved, that the Jewish people have a Mishkan, they have the Beis Amigdash, they have revelation of God in this world. Okay. And this is also not just the role of Moshe Rabbeinu, this is the role, this is the service, this is the role of all the Jewish people, and all the Jewish people are called tzaddikim. In other words, we're a continuation of Av Mitzvah They were tzaddikim, we're tzaddikim. And they are, have the task to fulfill the following verse, which the following verse encapsulates this idea of bringing the Shekhinah to the world. What does the verse say? It says, tzaddikim will inherit the land, and they will live upon the land forever. It means, the word v'yishkinu doesn't only mean they will live upon the land, v'yishkinu also means they will draw upon the land. What will they draw upon the land? They will draw la'ad. La'ad literally means forever. They will live upon the land forever. But the um, this also has the meaning of la'ad means Hashem's infinite light that goes on forever. Hashem is called la'ad, as we say in our prayers on Shabbos, Sheikhin ad mar Hashem is one who lives forever. So the Jewish people bring down la'ad. Where do they bring la'ad? Bring down the Hashem's infinite light, Aleha, on this world. And through this, Aleha also comes from the word, yeah, the, through this Jewish people, um, in the original um, discourse, the previous Shabbat, he says, seek him inherit the land of Ganadin. Why do the Jewish people get Ganadin? Because they bring the Hashem's light upon this world. Because we bring Hashem's light in this lowly world. There's no world, world lower than this world. That's why the Jewish people merit to have Ganadin. But the focus over here isn't Ganadin, the focus is our role. So we bring down the Shekhinah to descend, to be revealed in, in this physical world, but there's no world lower than this world. That this world should be a home for Hashem. And, and what is the manner in which we achieve this? How do we do this? What exactly we're trying to do? It says in the Zohar, the glory of Hashem should be revealed in all the worlds. That's the goal. Not just this world, but from this world, there should be a revelation of godliness in all the worlds. As the previous Rebbe explains the Mimer, that when it says there should be a revelation, there should be a revelation of godliness in all the worlds, what he's referring to is the light of Hashem that is equal in all worlds. This is a lofty level of godliness Loft level of godliness, which is called Sevikolam, the loft level of godliness, which is infinite, that shines in all the worlds equally. In other words, there is a level of godliness that there are degrees in how much that light is revealed. It's revealed more in higher worlds and less in lower worlds. But the goal is to reveal the light of Hashem, which is equal in all worlds, from Lechem. The light of Hashem, which is equal in all worlds, and that light, which is equal in all worlds, that should be revealed here in this world. Uh, we're, we're three lines at the bottom over there. I want to uh, grab a... Let's read inside the last three lines of the bottom. And the way to bring down this light, we bring this down in a way of istalik, istalkos. Istalkos is usually used to mean 
the passing of someone, the leaving of that they, they leave. They leave, they pass away. Histalk, they were they they left. That's the usual translation of histalk. However, the Zohar uses the same word and it says to mean revelation. Why does the word which for removal also mean revelation? Because we're talking about a light of Hashem, which is removed, which is infinite, which has no um, limitation whatsoever. It's completely above the world. It's, it's infinite. And yet we want this light to be revealed. And also in the passing of Tzadik as well, it says that when Tzadik passes away, it's not that he's has left Chas Hashem, but rather what it means is like, similar to what the Zohar says about the light of Hashem, that his revelation is in a higher way. It, it's greater than when, when he was in his life. who the meaning will be here in the Zohar when it says that Hashem's light should shine in all the worlds. The way this divine flow should work is, as the verse indicates, he should live upon the land forever. To draw this down into this physical world. That's the goal. The goal is to bring down the light of Hashem into the physical world. Next page. Save because this light is infinite. The way it's revealed in a, is in a way of a remus. Remus means to be elevated. Remi means high. So it's revealed in a way that's transcendent. It's in other words, it's a revelation. The revelation is not in a way of where the light fits in the vessel. Rather, the full light, the way it is infinite, is 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 revealed in the world. It's a, it's a transcendent light, but it's a transcendent light that affects everything. Okay. Let's let's say what this doesn't mean. Um, in a minion, we dive with a minion, it says the Shekhinah is there. Ten Jews gather together, the Shekhinah is there. When the Shekhinah is present in a minion, there's an impact. What's the impact? The imp- impact is that it's easier to have thoughts of Teshuvah when you dive with ten people together. There's an impact. There's an, the aura, the shechina, conveys this sense of I want to do true. That's the the impact of the shechina. Um, but it doesn't affect everything about you. It's not. It's not like like you walk into a minion and all of a sudden you know you're you're uh, you've been transformed. But when we talk about this, the Jewish people achieving the revelation of Hashem in all the worlds. What, we, what that means is that there's a revelation of Hashem, a transcendent revelation that affects everything in the world. That all of the creation of is, 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 is receives a revelation of the infinite light of Hashem in a way that transforms everything. Much as when the Torah was given, and much as will happen immediately when Mashiach will come. Since it is the role of Mashiach to bring the Shekhinah down to this world, Therefore, among the commandments that God gave to the Jewish people through him was the very central commandment, the, the, the commandment which has primacy. And that is to make for me a tabernacle, make for me a holy place, and I'll dwell within them. It uses the word within them specifically, even though there was only one tabernacle. Because Hashem wants to dwell within every single Jew. However, the way this was achieved then was by making a central temple out of 13 or 15 physical things. 
And from the central temple, that's how God wanted to dwell within every Jew. In other words, it's not like you might think that Hashem said to build a tabernacle, then one temple. And then there was a time when the temple was in Israel and Jerusalem. And now the temple is no longer there. Now there's a new commandment. Hashem wants to dwell, us to dwell within every Jew. He says, no, that's not what it means. Hashem wants to dwell within every Jew. And that's what he wanted. He made the, the OG. He wanted to make the original temple. And through the original temple, through this, Hashem will, would dwell in every single Jew. Now we don't have the temple, but, but the commandment is the same. He wants to dwell within each of us. Of course, Mashiach comes and we have the Therbis English. That will enhance Hashem dwelling within each of us in a whole new way. But the goal always was to dwell within them, within every Jew. Besides Moshe Rabbeinu having the role of transmitting to us God's commandment, he himself participated in this. Not only did he told us what to do, he was part of it. And more, although all the Jewish people participated in the in contributing to the tabernacle, and there were many Jews involved in making the various parts of the tabernacle, nobody could lift it. And the, the one who actually erected the tabernacle miraculously was through Meishu So Meishu not only participated, but he also was the game changer of making the tabernacle go from not existing to existing. He lifted it up. And that is how the Shekhinah dwelled in, the, in the, this lowly world in time of Meishu. And also in all times subsequent to that time. In other words, although the temple physically stopped to exist, but first of all, the Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu, whatever he did was eternal. So the tabernacle of Moshe Rabbeinu was never destroyed, it exists. And the divine presence that was revealed in the temple then impacts our time as well. It's not just it was there then and stops. The Hashem's presence was brought to the world then, and that impacts all following time. And the previous Shabbat explains that the reason why the tabernacle was built from wood that was called Shittim, from a place called Shittim, that's where the, the um, boards were taken from, should make the boards, the Mishkan, to be from wood of Shittim. Why, why Shittim specifically? Because the word Shita means to turn. That means to turn away from the, from the path of God to turn away the path of righteousness and justice. And when a person turns away from the path of justice and righteousness, so what happens as a result, that, that's where the source of the idiocy and the foolishness of this world comes from. There's a path of God. Turning off the road is, is foolish. And what is our role in this world? Our role is to transform this and to make this, this place, instead of being... Instead of going after the foolishness of this world, to transform that foolishness and to use that energy, which brings us to go all the way below the road of Hashem, and to transform this and make out of that itself wood for the tabernacle. Wood that's standing proudly in the tabernacle. So this from the wood, the little translation would be based on this, taking the wood of foolishness and making those foolish boards, or making our foolish parts of our life, and, and using that energy to make something holy, to make a board for the Mishka. Because the word board has in it the letters Sheker, Keresh, has letters Shin Kuf Reish, which means falsehood. 
And if you take take if you move those letters around, you have the word keresh, which means bored. Elsewhere, Siddhis also says that the word keresh has the letters kesher, which means connection. So we're supposed to take our attraction to to lower things that's below logic and reason, and to use that energy and make a connection with Hashem that's beyond logic and reason, and through this to make a board for the Mishkan, a board in which God himself, a place, a, to build a place where Hashem himself can rest. That's the role of Moshe Rabbeinu, the role of each of us, to transform the shtus of Elam Hazar, the foolishness of this world, and to shtus, the kush, the foolishness, which is beyond logic and reason, and through this, to make a carriage, take a board, take a place where Hashem can rest.